Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Of our 
adoration and all we can give him so let's open our hearts and flow freely his goodness to praise his name is This is the Hour of Anointing, and I'm David Ingalls. Uh, a great need in the church, that is the body of believers, all who are born again, blood-washed, and receive Christ as Lord. The church, the big need, is to know what we are in Christ, who we are in Christ, and how the Father views us. Righteousness means the ability to stand in the presence of God, our Father God, without any sense of guilt or inferiority. We're going to talk today about the armor of righteousness, the armor of righteousness. We're reading from chapter 6 in 2 Corinthians, the 7th verse, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left. Righteousness means our ability to stand in the presence of our Father God without any sense of guilt or inferiority or condemnation. And unless we know uh, who we are in Christ, what we are in Christ, uh, we cannot live a victorious life. So we want to fortify ourselves with the knowledge of who we are in him and uh, to know that we have on the armor of righteousness. If we don't know these things, Satan and sin and disease will be our masters through the walk of life. Although we have been redeemed, we're saved, and so forth. You can be a defeated believer all of your life in the sense that you walk out earth as being uh, uh, susceptible to disease and, 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 and problems and troubles and failures. But the instant that you know that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, there's a new light that turns on. It's a new day dawning. And you understand what righteousness means. Then Satan, he is defeated. When you know who you are, that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, 
You are seated with him in the heavenly places. You are totally one with Christ. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. This means that Satan is defeated. Talking about the armor of righteousness. And in 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, the word of God tells us, For he hath made him, that means God hath made Jesus, to be sin for us, who knew no sin. See, Jesus didn't know any sin. But he was willing to become sin for us. So God made him to be sin for us. This is 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. God made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Righteousness means in right standing with God. Nothing between, nothing hindering. Uh, God's attitude is totally love. Uh, we are totally one with him. We are made the righteousness of God in him. We, we receive that armor of righteousness at the new birth when we get saved. But sometimes we need to discover and we need to study about what our armor really means. So we're talking about the armor of righteousness. And in Romans 10 and uh, verse 10, I want us to read that. It's with the heart that man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now we could read verse 8, which says the word is near you. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you will confess with your mouth the lordship of Jesus and believe in your heart that God hath raised Jesus from the dead, you shall will be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. And, you know, the general church world has been very strong in, in, in what I know about it in my years of being on the earth, the church, and being involved with the church. It's been very strong in teaching uh, the need of righteousness, but it's also taught us our weakness, inability to please God. And the church has been very strong in uh, shining the light on the sins in a believer's life. Uh, we've been preached uh, unbelief and conformity to the world, and a lack of faith has been a result, and we've been really lacking in the truth that we are in Christ, the in Christ realities, the in him realities. We've been weak in how uh, how we've come into right standing with God and how available that faith is. Faith cometh by hearing the word. Many, many, many of the hymns and gospel songs, as we say that as a categorical statement, many, in fact, most, I would say most, I think I can say most hymns and gospel songs, Put our redemption off until we die. Like we're going to have rest when we get to heaven. And it's all right to sing about heaven, and we listen to songs about heaven and sing about heaven, but uh, that's a, the blessed hope, and we want to sing. But we need to be singing mainly songs about victory in Jesus and who we are in Christ, and like I am the righteousness of God in Christ and other such things. Many, most of our songs, they talk about we're going to have rest when we get to heaven. We're going to have victory. When we get over there, it's going to be wonderful. Won't it be wonderful there having no burdens to bear? All of those uh, hymns lean to everything is going to be great when we get to heaven. And we're going to be overcomers when we get to heaven. We're going to have peace with God when we get to heaven. There will be no more failings when we get to heaven. We have nothing on this side except failure, misery, disappointment, weakness. That's what the songs uh, infer. Uh, what does it mean when he says you are complete in him? who is the head of all principality and power. When are we to be complete? Is it in this life or is it in the next? What does uh, the Lord mean in Romans 8 and 37? Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. 
When are we to be more than conquerors? Is it after death? When we leave, as the songwriter put, this veil of tears? Philippians 4.13, what does this mean? I can do all things in him that strengtheneth me. When is it that we're going to be able to do all things? In heaven or now? Is it after we finish the course of this life and stand with him in the new heaven and the new earth? God declares in Romans 8 and 1, There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. When does this become ours? Well, it's ours when we receive Jesus. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.